It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It finally happened. Damian Lillard is no longer a Portland Trailblazer. The deal is done. Wyatt is ultimately a good thing for the Orlando Magic. Plus the long-awaited backup power forward episode of Locked On Magic. It is time for Locked On Magic. I said that too many times. Let's do it. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are indeed locked on magic today is september 28th 2023 my name is philip ross from i'm the expert insight editor over at orlando magic daily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic damian lillard is traded at long last the saga is over the orlando magic were not involved but where he ended up going the milwaukee bucks spoiler alert um it's actually a good thing for the Magic. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. Plus, we'll talk about the backup power forward situation for the Atlanta Magic. One of the more interesting little battles we'll see uh, during training camp. But before we get to that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team. Every day. Uh, I am contractually obligated to talk about the Damian Lillard trade now that it is officially done. The last big piece of summer business is done, although it may not be completely done. There's Drew Holiday kind of hanging around now. Um, This three-team trade may expand to a four-team trade very, very quickly. But the nuts and bolts of it, Damian Lillard is heading to the Milwaukee Bucks to pair with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Drew Holiday is heading to the Portland Trailblazers. DeAndre Ayton is heading from Phoenix to Portland. Uh, and Yusuf Nurkic, along with Grayson Allen and OC Orlando Christian Prep alum, Nasir Lettel, are heading to Phoenix in a three-team blockbuster trade that solves the final piece of this summer puzzle. Um, We've been talking a lot about Damian Lillard stuff over the last couple of days. It, it, the momentum for trade has been building for, for a little while. Um, and Magic fans online were predictably very happy, mostly because he didn't end up with the Miami Heat. Magic's arch nemesis, arch rival, a team that, yes, made the NBA Finals last year, but was the eight seed. Um, a team that, you know, lost a lot of players from last year's roster and would have to fight for a playoff spot. When I saw this Damian Lillard trade come down, I first said, A, thank God it's finally done. B, good job, Milwaukee. Giannis laid down the gauntlet, said, hey, get me some help. Keep us championship contenders. Milwaukee did that. Congratulations, Milwaukee. Uh, I'm all for small markets keeping their stars. Um, and so that's a good thing. Uh, um, it 
This just came down to the best team in the East got better. But more importantly for the Orlando Magic, A, they didn't get involved, which I think was ultimately the right decision um, in any capacity as a third team or anything. Just Magic did not need to have their hands over this. They got their group. They're happy with their group. They like their group. They want to see what their group can do. We're going to stick with them. But more importantly, none of the Magic's competition got Damian Lillard. Over the last few days, it's obviously been the Miami Heat, like I said, eight seed last year, lost a lot from last year's team. Um, I don't think they'll be as bad as they were last year. I think they'll, they're, they're still clearly a playoff team. But um, they lost a lot from last year. They lost Omar York 7. They lost Max Struess. They lost Gabe Vincent. They lost a lot of pieces from last year's team trying to make sure they had the room to get a Damian Lillard. And when you think about it, there are only 10 spots in the postseason. Eight spots in the playoffs, 10 spots in the postseason. It is going to be super competitive anyway. And Orlando obviously made this choice to focus on internal growth and internal development. And so the last thing the Magic needed is a team that is in this group fighting for a playoff spot or a team that had a playoff spot last year to get a guy like Damian Lillard and make sh- and really clinch their spot in there. In order for Orlando to make the playoffs next year, someone's got to miss out. And so the Magic are winners of the Damian Lillard trade because a team that is competing for something different. Milwaukee's competing for a championship. Orlando's competing to get in the play-in tournament. Get in, the, get in the postseason in general. Let's not pretend we are in the same competition as Milwaukee. That's okay. That's fine. We're going to get there. But right now, the Magic's goal is to level up, get into the postseason, experience postseason basketball, and figure out if this team can actually compete at that higher level. Milwaukee's goals, Milwaukee's aims, you know, before even Damian Miller, what Milwaukee was trying to do and trying to accomplish is not the same as Orlando. And so now one of Orlando's chief competitors or now two of Orlando's chief competitors struck out on this deal because if it wasn't going to be Miami, Toronto was the going favorite throughout the week. And Toronto is one of the teams that I very much have pegged as a team that's going to lose out on the playoffs this year. You look at the teams in the play-in tournament, Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, Toronto, I'll go ahead and throw Brooklyn in at six, although I think Brooklyn's going to be better than people think. Ben, if Ben Simmons is as healthy as they say, Brooklyn's going to be pretty good. Um, but Orlando's in that tier. Orlando's competing with those, those teams. And guess what? Along with Indiana, two of those teams aren't making the playoffs this year. Like, this is a serious thing. For the Magic to make the playoffs, someone's going to fall out. Who in the East is going to be that team? Atlanta, I think, got worse. Toronto definitely got worse. Indiana got... Chicago's Chicago. Orlando's got its work cut out for it. It's not a guarantee Orlando makes the playoffs. It is our expectation. is what we believe will happen. But it's not a guarantee. They need one of these teams to fall out. And Toronto, if they would have gotten Dame Lillard, like I said throughout this whole process, Damian Lillard is the kind of player that raises you up a notch. 
takes you from play-in team to playoff team, from playoff team to championship team. That's what was on the line here. And if Miami had gotten him, again, I think Miami's probably going to be in the playoffs anyway, but Miami would have cinched their spot. If Brooklyn or Toronto would have gotten him, they would have cinched their spot. Instead, Damian Lillard went to a championship contender. Went to a team that didn't need him to accomplish what the Magic are trying to accomplish. Milwaukee needed him probably to win a championship. Like, you know, go listen to Locked on Bucks. Listen to what they have to say about it. They needed him. But what the Magic are trying to accomplish this year is to make the playoffs. And so in that sense, Orlando, I think, is a winner here. Because if they weren't going to get Damian Lillard, which they weren't, they had to, they needed to be, they needed to luck out and make sure that their chief competition didn't either. Now the Magic don't have to worry. Or maybe they do because Drew, Drew Holiday is still hanging out there. Now the Magic don't have to worry about one of these peers, one of these competitors for their playoff spot getting in again. They don't have to worry about it now. Now they can focus on themselves, their improvement, their competition, taking care of their business, and seeing if they can make the playoffs altogether. A big question mark for the Orlando Magic is at Power Forward. It's not Paolo Bancaro. It's the backup spot. Where will the Magic turn for backup Power Forward help? We're going to talk about what to expect from Jonathan Isaac and Joe Ingles this season. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at DoorDash. Did you burn your last piece of toast? Have the avocados gone bad? That That's happened to me. Or is the hot sauce bottle empty? Well, get a refill on all of it. And try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. And now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want. Get 50-50% off your first DoorDash order up to to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Limited time offer terms do apply. That's 50, 5-0% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I, I've been planning this episode for a while. You know, I wanted to do more player outlooks and, and, and start thinking about the roster because guess what? Training camp starts Tuesday. Media days Monday. You know, we got one more episode after this, two more episodes after this, before we're talking to the players and in in the mud. Um, you know, it won't be that muddy quite yet. It's going to get muddy in, by January. But we are going to be in it very, 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 very soon. Um, and so I wanted to just kind of go through the roster and talk about some of the big storylines that we expect to have, especially as we get ready for training camp. Um, and, and if you've listened to me, one big concern I do have about this Magic team is its size. Um, I, I I think the center position is probably, you know, Wendell Carter and Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner are all great players. The forward positions are really well set in, in, the, front, in, in the starting lineup. Off the bench, though, in the depth, that's what concerns me. And, 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 you know, we'll maybe do the backup centers tomorrow. We'll talk Wendell Carter. Or we'll do the whole center position tomorrow. We'll talk Wendell Carter. We'll talk Mo Wagner. We'll talk Goga Batadze on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But, um, but the forward position is also a bit up in the air. Now, I want to put a caveat on this. I want to I I put a warning sign on this. The Magic fudge positions. There, there, there are no positions. Are the Magic going to play small with Paolo at the center sometimes? Sure, they could. Are the Magic going to try Jet Howard at the four sometimes? Sure, they could. They could put Caleb Houston there. We'll talk about Joe Ingles in, in our second segment. But at the end of the day, the, the philosophy that this Magic team has about playing versatile, you know, playing playing with versatility, playing with you know interchanging players, a lot of it relies on the kind of player that Jonathan Isaac is. And perhaps the biggest risk the Magic are taking this season is that Jonathan Isaac is the clear backup power forward. That this Magic team needs Jonathan Isaac to play. And look, he's played 11 games in three seasons. This is... Worse than Grant Hill levels. And, and I'm a big Grant Hill guy. This is a big, big risk. And look, Grant Hill got healthy eventually. Like Grant Hill played for the last, you know, he missed the whole T-Mac era, played two of his last three seasons in Orlando and, and played well. And then obviously went to Phoenix and, and played well and 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 still had a very nice career after, after he left Orlando. But the Magic this year are leaning very heavily on Jonathan Isaac. And obviously everything from last year was the smallest of sample size, not just 11 games, but about 12 minutes per game in those 11, in those 11 appearances, um, you know, playing mostly with bench groups, playing six minute spurts, you know, the magic were really strong defensively uh, with him on the court. You know, there's no doubt about that. He looked every bit as good defensively as he did before his, in, before his initial injury. Um, he's an impactful defensive player. There is no denying that. But the question with Jonathan Isaac is, again, can he get through the season? We don't 
even really know what the restrictions might be on him. Will there be any restrictions? Will he be playing back-to-backs? Will he be playing, um, you know, will he have a minute restriction? You know, will, you know, we don't know because guess what? He's played 11 games in three years. He has not gone through the grinder of an NBA season. He's not gone through uh, four games in six nights or, you know, four and five or, or you know, six games in nine nights or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I don't think they do those anymore. Six games in 12 nights, you know, whatever. He has not gone through the grinder of an 82-game season since 2020, since 2019, four years ago. And nobody really knows how he's going to respond. But the Magic have kept with Jonathan Isaac. And look, the Magic have kept with Jonathan Isaac because that potential is still there. Because he looks that those 11 games that he played last year, he still looked like he could impact the game defensively. He looked strong and confident offensively. And sure, these were quick bursts. He burned off his energy real fast. But he still is an incredibly talented and incredibly impactful player. By all accounts and reports, you know, there are some photos of him on the Magic's social media pages uh, as the Magic do their, their preseason workouts. By all accounts, Jonathan Isaac is fully healthy. The, mi- the minor hamstring injury that he had um, is done. He's recovered from it. He's back on the court. He's doing basketball things. There is no indication that he will be limited in any way for at least beyond what he was already, whatever his previous limits were. Um, there is no indication that he is not going to be full go for, for training camp. There's no indication that he is anything other than healthy. And, you know, again, that just makes things interesting. But I will not blame you for being skeptical. I will not blame you for thinking, is he really going to be healthy this time? Because that's the problem. And look, the Magic are going to do some fun lineups. We will. We didn't. I don't think we saw Isaac Bancaro and, Va- and Franz Wagner together um, at all last year. We saw Isaac and Bancaro play for about fifty minutes uh, total. Um, we. Did, I don't think we ever saw Isaac and Franz play together. We will see almost certainly an Isaac Bancaro Franz lineup. I will be disappointed, or I will accept that Isaac is injured. I will be disappointed if Isaac is healthy. And that is not something that's in the rotation for the Magic. That that's not something they at least try. I want to see it in preseason. We got Zion coming up that first preseason game against the Pelicans. He's supposedly healthy. Let's roll with it. Although I don't know if I want Isaac dealing with with Zion and and his physicality quite yet. Um, But this is the problem. We don't know if Isaac can do it. And look, he may end up playing 65, 67 games this season. And That'll be proof enough that yeah, he can make it. He can, he can, he can still play. But at this point, we don't know. And that's what we're gonna try and figure out. That's what we're gonna try and see. Um, it's gonna have to be something that gets determined really early because this is the other problem with how the Magic built their roster. And maybe this is on purpose, maybe this is the philosophy. The Magic don't have any other kind of rangy athletic wings in the style of a Palo or Franz other than Jonathan Isaac. If there are injury issues, 
That power forward position is going to be platooned by players who are not typically power forwards. We're going to talk about those guys coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Magic's big free agent signing this offseason was Joe Ingles. Not exactly someone that is going to get you super excited. I'm not going to sit here and and deny that. I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, yeah, like it it is what it is. Um, Joe Ingles is a really good player. He's a really good veteran. He's going to fill this critical need for the Orlando Magic to be a good three-point shooter. Last season in 45 games, he shot 40.9% from the arc, 39% on catch-and-shoot three-pointers, and 46.9% on pull-up three-pointers. Again, that's with Giannis, so take it for what it is. Even in his limited minutes, he still put up four three-pointers per game, which would put him among the top players in three-point field goals for for this Magic team. He's going to help this Magic team increase their three-point volume uh, and just help spread spread the floor a little bit. And that's really interesting. But Joe Ingles, according to basketball reference, has spent 45% of his minutes at power forward. So he's a forward. He's going to flip between the the, the two forward spots. He's not like an overly imposing physical presence, but he's just a smart basketball player. He knows how to run a pick and roll as a ball handler, even though he's not super athletic. He can get in the paint and use space really well. He's an incredibly underrated passer. He's the kind of guy that the Magic can have their point guard bring the ball up, give Ingles the ball at the top of the key, and he's going to run things, and he's going to get you a good shot. But this is the kind of underlying question. The Magic want to stretch four. They got one in Joe Ingles. Caleb Houston might be playing some four. Uh, Jet Howard played some four um, in summer league. Are the Magic going to be able to match up size-wise? Are the Magic, you know... Is that even concern? Are the Magic going to be able to rebound effectively? Because Mo Wagner is not the greatest rebounder in the world. There's just a, a, a lot of questions that I have. And, you know, maybe the Magic are, in this sense, embracing true stretch five, five-out basketball. Maybe this is the Magic's answer. and saying, okay, we need to get more shooting on the floor. Our power forward spot's going to be a shooter. You know, Isaac... Shot 40% on 6 for 15 on threes last year. He's an improving three-point shooter. I'm I'm not taking any of his numbers last year as gospel. But between Houston, Howard, and Ingles, Orlando has three stretch four options. And look, Franz Wagner is going to get a lot of minutes as the backup four, too. So it's not that this pressing of a concern. I always concern about depth and injuries because that's been the magic story for the last three years. But... Ingles is just going to be a stretch four, essentially. That's kind of the role I see him play. 
for 12 to 15 minutes per game, he's going to be out there creating some gravity as a three-point shooter. But what's going to happen when they face the bigger teams? Now, do they go Mo Wagner, go go Batadze? Because Wagner can shoot a little bit, can shoot a little bit, especially for center. Wagner's played a lot of power forward, although not at all last year. I think it's about a third of his minutes at power forward in his career, or at least in his magic career. This is both part of the, this is the conundrum, but this is also part of the fun that Jamal Mosley can make these really fun, funky lineups or can, you know, he has these tools that there are weaknesses to every lineup, obviously, but he has the flexibility to do a bunch of these things. And that's not even getting to Chumo KK, who if Chumo KK is healthy, can maybe put some pieces together because he is an excellent defender and a, a disruptive defender. Um, but a highly inconsistent three-point shooter, and some of that's just been injuries that have that have just eaten him up a little bit. Um, there will be a Chumo KK game this year. I, I have no doubt about that. It'll probably be against Golden State because it's always against Golden State. Um, but this power forward position is this is what's going to determine what kind of team the Magic are on the style that they play on any particular game. Because they could go big, put Mo Wagner there play him alongside Gogo Batadze, put Wendell Carter with Mo Wagner. They can go big. They can go rangy with Isaac or Okeke. Or they could go small with a stretch four, a guy who's maybe not a traditional power forward but can play the four in the modern game. It is, it's exciting to think about these possibilities. But it's also scary because so much is unknown. I do think Isaac's the backup power forward, and I think the Magic wants to kind of keep that same versatile look. I also think that Ingles is going to get a lot of minutes of power forward this year, and a lot of minutes as that kind of stretch wing, that stretch four. And we'll see if that gamble pays off and if whether this is a need the Magic need to address sooner rather than later. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the family selling podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter there at omagicdaily. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out Orlando Magic Daily again. Uh, and also check out the Orlando Magic Hub, my Patreon page. You can find a link to that at philiprr on my Twitter page at philiprr underscore omd or by going to patreon.com and searching for Orlando Magic Hub posting. Posting a lot of player profiles and outlooks there uh, as we get ready for the season to start. Definitely check out the content there. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, it's been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.